Hi everyone. If you like what you've been hearing, please consider subscribing to the Patreon at patreon.com backslash Hegelbon. That's H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. The Patreon's really the lifeblood of the podcast. It lets me dedicate the time that I need to play the games, to talk to our guests, to really set everything up and, and make everything as sharp as it is. Um, without it, uh, no cartridge really wouldn't exist the way it does today. If you don't like monthly pledges, I totally get it. Uh, there's also paypal.me backslash Hagelbon, and we can try and figure something out there. Or you can email me at nocartridgeaudio at gmail.com. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, and I will try and answer your emails as quickly as I can. Thanks so much for your support, and enjoy the show. Cartridge Audio. My name is Trevor Strunk, Hagelbon on Twitter, and I have here tonight um, someone who was on the podcast before, uh, a friend of ours who was on the podcast before, and we just did not get a chance to, to finish to finish up. I wanted to bring him back for a couple more uh, a couple more conversations, a couple more thoughts. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's Mr. Craig. Uh, Craig, how are you? Doing uh, all right, except for uh, being trapped inside because uh, the world is ending out there. Yeah, it's. It's pretty rough outside right now. I hear in where you are in in, in California. Um, you you making it through okay? Fire not threatening you. I'm hoping. <laughs> uh, I have no threat of fire. I live in the pretty much the metro city area of Sacramento. Uh, okay, but we just get to have the hellscape view that is the sky, you know, covered in smoke and the sun peeking through like a, a just an angry eye. Uh, and you you described that as saying it rules. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Right? Like you can look outside. Like I can't go outside because my lungs have not been nice to me all my life. Uh, so I, mm-hmm. I I've been secluded. And I looked at my filter earlier because it's been weeks of this now. We had like two three good days where the the smoke was clearing up, and I took the blankets down off my windows and. Uh, tape off a whole bunch of stuff and then the fire started up again uh but the the filter is just jam-packed and uh i looked at one of the vents and it's just there's ash on my ceiling uh from it blowing through so yeah it's weird it's really weird i don't go anywhere (laughs) that sounds awful yeah Um, all right cool this is not the first time it's happened like, over the years of living in California, I've experienced multiple wildfires and the after effects of them. But this is pretty intense. Like, this is so, like, yeah, I was going to say, like, how many wildfires are we now talking about for you? Like, because it feels like there's just wildfires all the time in California. There was like three going on at once, and now there's three more. And the one <laughs> recently, the one that I think is affecting a lot of people, because uh, we've been. Apparently, we're getting the smoke from it too. Is the that gender mm-hmm. reveal <laughs> um, party? Yeah, gender. 
So do you think the do you think when they find out do you think those people are going to get arrested? I keep seeing that and like usually I would say that's like ridiculous, but I th- I honestly think this is a big enough deal that they they could they could end up in some trouble. Well, this isn't the first time a gender reveal party has caused a wildfire in California. Uh, just... Yeah, the, well, the one of the last ones in 2018 yep. uh, was a was a big gender reveal based part a based fire, yeah. uh, and I think well... the gender was revealed as fire. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a uh, strong against wood types and uh, uh, flesh types as well. Uh, we hope we hope the child will uh, you know have its own type you know to choose eventually if it ever wants to. Uh, but for now, we're 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 going with a fire type child. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? It's 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 good to start out somewhere. Um, you know what? I don't. I you know. It's. I, I wish we didn't have these gender reveal parties, but at least uh, at least the fire type will be loved. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that that sucks. I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, we don't have fires here right now. And you live in Thank, uh, thankfully uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. The the giant. So if great we, if we had fire. Yeah, well, uh, not a lot of forests around here, although there are some um, uh, in the middle of the state. That's really where the mountains and the forests are. Um, we've bulldozed most of ours, but um, there are yeah, some there's, parks. There's a whole bunch of concrete the, uh, now, right? Uh, yeah, they paved paradise and put up a parking lot yeah. is what happened. Um, it's a real, really controversial move. Um, but the uh, – so, yeah, I, I like – it feels very weird to me that that you, to to imagine uh, living in a place where a fire was going on actively. But um, I have so many mutuals that live in California. I see it just happen all the time. It's it's you know I feel like I should apologize, but it also feels like it might just be a way of life. So um, you know I'm glad you're safe. Yeah, I think it's a way. Um, I think it's absolutely a way of life uh, that we're gonna have to start like seriously thinking about, especially. Here in California, it feels like there's just a lackadaisical attitude taken towards it. You know, and the fact that our prison population has to fight the fires and all this other stuff. Yeah, and then can't get jobs as firefighters. I just afterwards. saw there's a bill going uh, up to uh, allow uh, firefighters to, to like have their sentences. Like if they do the time and, and fight these fires, they'd be able to get these jobs finally. Like it's good. I think I, I saw it up. I'll have. To, I mean, my word. Yeah, I'll have to research it again and attach it to the episode later. Uh, I'll cover up my 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 <laughs> face with a newspaper so that you can't. Oh wait, wrong medium. But you know, it's the same same deal. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> um, well, so one of the reasons we wanted to get you on today uh, was. You know, we, we, we talked about your history in gaming, and it was actually, like, a pretty popular episode, I feel. People resonated with it in a lot of ways, and I feel like, you know, in some ways that makes a lot of sense because everyone can recognize sort of, uh, let's say, not ideal uh, employment uh, situations and uh, for what they are. And I think, like, that, that, that people always like, uh, you know, being able to have that in common with someone. Uh, it can be it can be helpful. You can feel solidarity, however you want to say it. Um, but we didn't even get to some of your 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 later work, and I wanted to you know not all of it because we you know another three hour episode <laughs> would be sort of a mistake. But uh, for 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 all of us because we would both be up way too late. Um, 
But I feel like I want to hear some of your your greatest hits, like your your three or four best stories uh, about working in the gaming industry. Um, and then also you've been doing something with the uh, with the DSA on rent control, unless I'm mistaken. Yeah, here in Sacramento, Democratic Socialists of America, uh, we are uh, working on a few things. Uh, Measure C and uh, Prop 21. Measure C is our uh, city-wide initiative here in Sacramento for rent control. Uh, and then Prop 21 okay. is now our statewide initiative uh, to – it basically uh, – it's on the 2020 ballot to preserve affordable housing and all that. Wow. So limiting, you know, annual, annual rent increases, preserving currently affordable housing. Uh, so, you know, not, not, not allowing gentrifying all that kind of stuff, hopefully. Uh, and then, you know, build new houses, uh, exempt single family homeowners, and then, you know, guaranteed landlords a bare profit. But there's some issues with it, but it's, I mean, it's a first step, you know, uh, Hey, I, I mean, I, everything needs a first step. <laughs> the uh, Measure C here in Sacramento uh, limits rents to inflation and no more than uh, 5% annually. Uh, and then it doesn't allow uh, unjust, it bans the unjust evictions by requiring a reasonable cause for eviction. So, you know, you can't just. Uh, and and always landlords give that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's always very fair, right? <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then also it creates a dem- dem- democratically elected unpaid board to fairly and efficiently resolve issues between landlords and renters, and like that's something that is extremely needed in like every single neighborhood. <laughs> I don't know any way better the city, city yeah. like or town. Yeah. However, you because yeah, like Sacramento split up into I think eight different districts, and within those districts, there's all these different precincts, you know. But there's also, like, the navigational neighborhoods of, like, what people call it and, and what it's been called historically and all that. Um, sure. Okay. Yeah. So, like, one campaign I worked on, we, we took precincts of, you know, we found where all the renters were and went and knocked their doors and said, hey, you're a renter. Uh, we need you to uh, vote for this, basically. Sign, you know, get put your signature on this uh, petition and hopefully we can get it on the uh, ballot. Uh, and this, we were doing this. Were work, people like pretty pretty receptive? Yeah, we were doing this work back in 2018. Uh, that was okay. that was one of my first jobs after the game industry that I got. It was pretty cool. Um, and we were cool. we were collecting signatures for this measure to basically be voted on. And it took it's now taken you know two years of really hard work uh, between a lot of different people and organizations. Uh, it's not just, you know, Sacramento DSA doing this work. It's been uh, I, I, SEIU, uh, the California Labor Council, and uh, the ACCE, which off the top of my head, I don't mm-hmm. remember <laughs> what they uh, are, uh, what their whole Acramento, uh, Sacramento acronym says so let me look it up here just a second i think it's cool that viewers like you have been helping um (laughs) i think it's the chum group has been a big part of it which is great um just just kidding (laughs) but no that's cool that's like that's really neat like uh i mean that's like a an absolutely you know obviously the, the the dsa gets some some critique and some some laughs in its general direction and then you know like for for reasonable things sometimes less reasonable things other times but i do think that's like a super important thing like making sure people have 
an ability to afford where they live yeah. is like yeah. I don't know. I feel like that is that is both huge and something that uh, a lot of people have kind of given up on. Um. Yeah. I'm. All I've ever seen is my rent increase. I've never seen it. De- I've never like gotten a place for super cheap. I've never like kind of looked out on those things. I've had a, I've, I've had friends moving down the street from me, and she got her place, and it was super cheap. And she recently told me that, that a place was opening up. You know, and she's like, "You can move in next to me. We don't have to text all the time. We can scream at each other through the doors instead." because uh, <laughs> you know we're still living in it's a good family. idea a great idea yeah, yeah. um but like it's it was another two three hundred dollars more than what i was already paying which is a thousand dollars a month mm. yeah <laughs> and uh it's it's i think that like that reality just makes people think like the 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 idea of rent control is just something that happened in like the 1970s right like just something that is like absolutely dead at this point um never coming back and it, it's cool to imagine like it's cool to imagine a a, 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 a i don't know I, I guess like a an action that would encourage people not to say see this as like a dead scene but as something that yeah you know you too can can fight to do this oh absolutely so we are gathering volunteers uh, online. Cool. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll link this to you so you can attach it to I'll things. link it to everyone else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that's that's a really absolutely. Long yeah. No, that's fantastic. Um, Boom. Like uh, you know. Uh, so do you, do you feel like it's going well? Is it is it? We're just starting reaching the people. We are we are just okay. kicking off. All right. So. Uh, when is the election that uh, it is related to? Well, it's it's the same as presidential, but we have early voting with mail-in ballots now here in Sacramento. Uh, that was right. that was another uh, campaign that I got to work on, which was really really fucking great. Uh, you know, being able to yeah. go out and like talk to people and like convincing them to vote and like not telling them who to vote for, but just being like, you can just vote and like even telling people who are like, oh, I'm on probation or I'm a former felon or all this other stuff, and it's like. You can still vote. Those rights aren't taken away from you. They just hmm. tell you that hmm. to get you to not vote. Yeah. Uh, and That's a lie yeah, that they tell you, right. Uh, in California here, at least it is. Yeah, it's an absolute lie. And I've encountered a lot of people that, that have said it. And it's just, bleh. It makes, mm. it makes me mad. And, like, I, I try to, like, you know, be cool about it. I'm like, well, whoever told you that, like, if that was your, like, probation officer, do you believe everything he says? <laughs> and then they're just like, all right, well, sign me up. <laughs> like, it's not illegal to sign up to yeah. vote. Like, it's not illegal to register to vote, uh, even if you want. Well, you know, it's one, of the, it's one of those things that, like, it's fascinating to see how much we are willing to, like, beg off as, like, on the left or, or even, like, in, in a liberal space, how much we're willing to beg off and be like, no, no, like, we would never say something untrue, like, you know, you, you have to know, you like, you have to learn and stuff like that, and it's, it's certainly, you know, more honorable, but just, like, how easy it is to have, like, total lies believed by people when they're said by conservatives, mm-hmm. like, the fact that Trump convinced people that they could vote twice the other day, right? Like, <laughs> that's awesome, like, thank you, Trump. You know, all, let's let's use yeah that. like all you have to all you literally all you have to say is um you could totally do this and i said so because i'm the president and or like you could totally do this trust me everyone else is lying to you and it's just like 
obviously it can be very frustrating, but like, I also think it's, it's totally reasonable to then say like, all right, I'm going to fight this with, um, with actually the truth. I'm going to tell people the truth. That's my move yeah. here. And organizing and like doing this, this work has been like speaking the truth in, in our own terms against, you know, conservatives, but as well as like the liberal ideas of, you know, what we need to do for, let's say, rent control and homelessness and, and all these problems. And mm-hmm. Sacramento has a horrible homelessness problem. Uh, I've had friends affected by it. I've been affected by it myself. Uh, it's fucking nightmarish. Like, it, yeah. One of the, the, the things that I'm going to tell, one of the stories where I work, you know, will we'll encompass this, but it's just... Like everything at this point that I look at is just, it's all inhumane. It is all just absolute barbarism from just the worst people who don't understand or want to change or I don't understand anymore. How can they continue to look at the suffering and just be like, oh, we're going to work on it and then just keep pushing it off. Yeah, right. And that's exactly what Sacramento right. has been doing for years. And like, you go up in front of city council so many times and you, you look at them and you stare at them and you, you yell at them and, and all this stuff and nothing changes until you vote one of your own members in. And we did that with, uh, yeah, yeah. we did that with Katie Valenzuela. <laughs> so, there you uh, go. she's freaking awesome. Uh, and we're hoping that, you know, that's the first step of change of, of getting this all done. I don't speak for, for, you know, the membership at all, but, you know, no, no, and you haven't. Don't worry, you haven't. You haven't <laughs> yeah, suggested yeah, that you yeah. do. No, that I, hasn't I gotta, seen that I gotta, way, but that's... I gotta make sure because uh, cancel culture or something. <laughs> I'm, cancel culture will come for you. Yeah, yes, that's yeah. Right. It's it's uh, it's a stressful time for all of us, and I think that like at least now is a breaking point with housing and, and seeing you know the threat of thirty million people being evicted. Uh, and like feeling my own panic of what I, what am I going to do fucking next, man? Like, yeah, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to worry about rent control, but like, I haven't been able to work. Uh, I haven't been able to find work. I, I, I keep applying and, and all this stuff. And it's just like the doom and gloom keeps like compacting further and further. Um, oh, sure. And I mean, everywhere. Oh, yeah. it's just, it's a horrible time. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure we feel it all. And I remember someone, someone was like, you know, creating conversation with us over the last episode. Was like, this is really depressing. And I'm just like, man, I, I was thinking like, ah, how do we pep up the next one? Uh, <laughs> we don't. I, you just just start lead with the depression. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, so like, so maybe we should maybe we should jump in. Like, so. When we last left you uh, on the show, you had been um, you had basically been working in. Uh, I think I think when we last left you, uh, we were talking about the guy who asked you to quit college so you could work, uh, better better work for his game company. Oh man, uh, yeah, yeah. He asked me. To, I remember the, the day he asked me to like you know he's like you should come you know work more because I was working part-time quote-unquote which was like 36 hours a week and you know doing the rest sure. of my time at, at school and trying to have a, a wife and uh, you know do all that stuff and uh uh so i kind of like 
I remember we, we talked about how I had my uh, job kind of handed off to the newest QA guy that showed up. And yes. he, had, a num- he yes. had like plenty of years of experience doing QA. And like QA is like the backbone of, uh, of our, you know, of all the processes needed to create games. Like if there's not a QA, you're not getting anywhere, you know, commercially very fast, mm-hmm. very fast. Unless you do it yourself as you're developing, which takes time and time, lots of time. <laughs> um, yeah, right. So it seems like something you would do if you were like a small indie studio and needed to cut corners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so to we get your game it out. It was Legacy of a Thousand Suns, which was the game I had asked. I basically asked for help on, and I was like, you know, give me some help. Let's let's get this stuff launched and finished up, and maybe we can move on to something else. And you know, my boss basically just said, okay, well, you're going to just do the mobile version and copy, your, you know, the XMLs over and do all that work. I was like, okay, cool. Right. Uh, and then that guy was going to take over, you know, my job. And uh, I think I was only, it, it, this had started right after a layoff. So, like, okay, we were, we were dealing with one layoff and it was just like, you know, half the studio was suddenly gone. Uh, and this was after we had blown up too big, you know, but still we lost a lot of good people. And then like, we're yeah. all coping and like dealing with the layoff and what we got to do to like make things run right. Uh, right, 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 right. And then, uh, yeah, I just kind of gave up because like you get moved suddenly for no reason when you're asking for help. Uh, it really is disheartening to what you've been you know, putting all your time and attention to. And I, yeah, I remember absolutely. I had said that I like put my head into the game, and like I literally, you know, put myself into it, you know, both physically and metaphorically. Like, put my persona character in there as a boss. You could fight all that stuff, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> but like, you know, you, you got to put your head into it. And one of the things that that I remember doing right at the end was like. Uh, just eating food as much as I could, like just to just to feel something, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, play games on my laptop while waiting for someone else to do a build on the, the mobile version I was working on. Uh, so it was just like I was just there's no work, real work for me to do anymore, and it was just like it was very much like this mobile version isn't going to launch, and I think it did, and then it just immediately was pulled off uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's brutal it's absolutely brutal um yeah and then like i was laid off with a number of other people and then uh that was that like fifth planet games was kind of like gone i still talked to a lot of the the guys and, and a couple of the gals used to work there or used to work there uh, they moved on and went on to work where i actually uh, spent some time which was uh at electronic arts um okay and this okay. is like like i had mentioned that there wasn't really a lot of like harassment there was just at, at the fifth planet games it was just bad work ethic and like just dumbassery and spending money and you know having nerf battles in the middle of work time and just weird shit you know just yeah, no, I mean, point, that sounds like tech in a certain period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It just it feels cute at first, and then you're going like, oh, 
fuck, I gotta do shit. And your boss is running around in a little go-kart around your desk. And it's just like, <laughs> Lord, what is happening? And then you get depressed and you move on. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I spent, I sold my house and spent some time uh, not working in games. Uh, got a little job uh, working in an airport. Uh, and I got divorced. Uh, and then I, uh, mm-hmm. there was an opening for the, the uh, game balance designer uh, at EA, and I applied to it. And it was like, it took six months for them to like get everything together. And by the end of that like wait period, uh, uh, I got three in-person interviews, and one of them was with someone that I had worked with at the Planet, who had gotten a job there uh, before me when I was taking time off. Uh, and so like I had like an in, um, and so the purpose of this position was to like, you know, play the game, balance it around, you know, uh, a number of tools that they had, uh, different ways okay. to, you know, calculate everything in spreadsheets. But, uh, there was some pretty cool stuff. They, they built like a little simulator for the PVP matches and I could run like 50 by 50 grids that would take like. 48 hours to process uh, and give me like pretty good estimations on AI battles. Like if people just like automated their, their game, uh, which you could do, you could just yeah. press play on this game, which was uh, a star Wars game, you know, you just, it's just, it's, it's mobile. It's mobile. After a while, you gotta just like, yeah, no, I mean, you have to do that. Yeah, of course. Um, and like, so like I had to like play the game before and like put together like a, uh, a breakdown of everything. It was like kind of like the first time I'd ever done that. It wasn't really that bad. Mm. Uh, they liked it. Yeah. They, they, they were like, oh, okay, you understand everything about the game. That's great. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I got like set down in front of a computer by myself and like my boss gave me my first task. And he was like, it's just a spreadsheet of like two sets of information. It was like, how many stars do you get? And then uh, how many characters did you use or something like that? So I did this whole thing and it's just like, I did that in like five minutes and I was just like, all right, uh, what else do I got to do? So I started just like creating my own tests because that's just something you do when you're working on a game. Uh, Cause I wanted to figure out more and more about what's going on in the back end of everything. And so I started looking through the code. My boss comes up to me and he's like, what are you doing? It's just like, I'm just checking things out. He's like, oh, well, did you finish that one thing you did? I was like, yeah. And then I also built this for you. <laughs> you know, wow. I'm just trying to, like, show off. I bet they liked that. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He he actually was like, no, you you just need to focus on this thing. I didn't ask for this. Oh. Okay. Wow. I was just like, okay. Didn't enjoy that, huh? I was just like, oh, okay, cool. No problem. <laughs> uh, and, like, I stopped. I, I, I just... At that point, I was like, all right, I got to make sure I do everything this guy says and not anything more. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a weird way of ma- – I, I guess that's a management I, – I mean, I'm not a manager, so who knows. But Well, yeah. okay. when we were at Fight PG, we had to, like, kind of build everything ourselves. And what they set me down in front of was, like, it was just, like, nothing. It just wasn't really any kind of good information about what we're doing or what we're building. And then he showed me, like, the pre... He, he was like, okay, so this is what the previous team built, and it was just very basic stuff. And I was like, okay, I can I can basically take all the information that your you know, data engineers 
bring you every single week with your worthless meetings uh, and, you know, build us a, a, a balance tool based around, you know, what people are purchasing and when we can develop and all this stuff. And he's just like, he, my manager would look at me and then he'd blink a few times no. and it's complete silence. And then like, like he'd be like, okay. <laughs> and it was just the weirdest. It, it was just that's strangest. Very response. weird. Like it was very, it was just, he became the most neutral person when it came to anyone building or interacting with it, with anything. And like a lot of the engineers like started to just learn to just do what these people tell you to do. <laughs> and and yeah and like i i kind of got told that by another designer and i was just like uh yeah i i kind of get it and he's just like well yeah you're not gonna like have a lot of input into a lot of stuff and i was just like that's great so well, yeah <laughs> so as time goes like a month passed and my boss comes up to me he's like i hired you a uh like a counterpart or someone that i will mentor and I was just like, okay, fuck, okay, uh, what? <laughs> Weird, okay. Now you have a mentor, or now you have a mentee. Yeah, we were kind of like a, a separate team now. I was like set in a just a very small corner of the office, and I had to go downstairs and like interact with the designers down there and get all their information about what we're doing and start basically balancing what they had designed and finding all the pitfalls and, and all that stuff that, you know, if there's an exploit with a character that goes out or a level, you know, we need to find that before we push, put it out. And that was part of our, my, now my team's job. Uh, okay. so as time, as time went on, you know, the, the, the job description changed over and over again. Um, and you know, we kind of started doing more work for, for different, aspects of the game now we're doing work for like live operations so every single character release that goes out every single weekly update that goes out or monthly everything uh so we're both doing feature live release and basically testing our our upcoming features as well um okay and this and, and i say testing because i also like had access to all like you know, the, like the, the guts of everything that we needed to do to balance things to make sure it's fun. And that was, mm -hmm. that was something that was really pressed on when we hired another guy uh, to, to come in and work with me. Uh, and I was really hesitant. And like, I remember being set down in the one-on-one -on -one and my boss basically just like laid everything down for me. And I was just like, huh, so I'm going to yeah. be managing up to three or four more people. <laughs> and he's like, sounds like you're, you've become, he's basically given you some sort of, uh, some sort of raise almost, oh, or yeah. some sort of new position. So no, nothing changed. Basically. Uh, I asked for more money, um, which I was already just making $14 an hour. Um, let me guess. You were not given more money. No, he said, this is not how we do things. That's not how we do things here. Intriguing. Yeah. Okay. And I, I was shocked. I, I was honestly shocked because, like, I got more money by basically, like, demanding it for a few months at Fifth Planet. Like, it took a while. But this was just a straight up, like, oh, no, this is not how it's going to work because you're a contract employee, bud. You're not going to re renegotiate anything. 
huh. and I had like no say on this contract whatsoever. And I tried my best to read through it, and they basically just you know it's everything is owned by them that you do that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Okay. Bullshit. NDA. Wannabe. Law. It's just corporate. Like, like all that stuff doesn't exist in the real world. It just exists in a corporate world. Uh, sure. Like, if you want to like get sued for breaking an NDA or, or leaking details or other shit like that, just just fuck. Tell your lawyer to tell him to fuck off. Like freedom of speech, whatever it takes. <laughs> like this is easy stuff. Um, mm-hmm. because you know they they want to keep all this bullshit secret on how they treat people and, and what they do and, you know, how they scam people. Yeah, um, sure, so, so we got, I really liked the first guy that they hired because he was very, he was young, uh, uh, kind of just starting out in college and his previous job was on a farm. I was like, why is he, why is he want to work? Why does he want to do this? And I remember talking to him, you know about it and he was just like oh, i'm just you know i'm just a young young guy and i kind of looked at him and i was like eh, let's see what we can do so i taught him all the spreadsheet stuff that i had known and showed him how this the xml's work kind of like you know took him under my wing as a mentor like i was supposed to <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah sure 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 yeah he was a nice guy but the next guy they hired was uh based they hired him solely because he played the game a lot and I mean a lot. And he spent a lot of money. Uh, huh. <laughs> and like he... So he got the job because... Wait, so you're telling me he got the job because he liked the game? Yeah, he, he applied to the position that they, they opened up about it. And he was one of like... Wow. Uh, yeah, we there was a whole process of choosing these people, apparently. Uh, I mean, sure, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, so he came along and immediately just he was the personality that wanted to like if say you built a test for for something that you were mm-hmm. the the because they would come to us and i'd have to build out you know how we we balanced everything and how we played through like a raid or an encounter sure or all this stuff because like there's like like qa does a number of things but there's also a level of like how much you have to play your own game and 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 over and over and over again to make sure that it's fun and exciting. Uh, so that was yeah, that, that was, makes sense. That was me and my team basically doing that. I took all the the, the hard data work and putting up a simulator <laughs> that was honestly rad to work with. Uh, uh, while they plugged away at, at you know the the tools I created to, to calculate you know what we needed, what our end goals was for how we designed the encounters. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, but like that, that second guy they brought along is just incredibly antagonistic to everything that anyone else created. And weird. Like like we sat across from each other. Literally, he could just tell me things, or he could copy and paste the the line of like code or the numbers that I needed and just send it to me through Skype, but he would write it down on a piece of paper and hand it to me. Oh, <laughs> and oh I was that just sucks. Like, I was just like, all right, cool. I'll type this in. And like the first few times he did it, I thought he was joking around, but like, I'm supposed to be like leading these guys and I need to be efficient with my time because that's what my boss tells me. Always never efficient with my time. That is what was really interesting. Uh, uh, 
because I had to like go downstairs and talk to designers and like trudge back upstairs. It's just like a whole like I got a lot of exercise at that job, honestly. <laughs> it sounds like it, yeah. Yeah, uh, but like he called me a retard, which reflecting on it now is kind of funny. But like he said it really loud to the point where like wow. the age like. We were upstairs with next to HR. The HR person got up and closed the fucking door because she knew what was about to happen. <laughs> and I fucking oh, I, well, it's just like I was like, dude, come on, you don't have to like, you know. He 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 called me a retard for having like an opinion, and I was just like, all right, well, right. whatever, dude. <laughs> we're working, and I'm apparently the supposed to be the one in charge. I'm not sure, uh, but we'll we'll settle this with the boss. And the boss just basically made yeah, that guy reasonable. The boss made that guy in charge after a while. What? Uh, what? Why? I I Man, I'm not really weird. I'm not really sure, but like we continued to like have disagreements and fights. And one of the designers I remember came upstairs, and we had these three options up on the board that we had whittled down to how to fix this bug for some release. And he just was like shaking his head no like over and over again and i was like what's going on dude and he's just like no <laughs> i was like well what? what's 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 wrong he's just like he said it again and i was like what's <laughs> and and i looked at you know the rest of my team and i kind of just stood there and he's just like you can't fucking do any of this shit <laughs> i was just like all right well and like my boss suddenly Weird. my boss suddenly is like coming you know down the way and he's like looking and it's just like Suddenly, the, the guy that is always fighting with me is fighting with him, and they're screaming at each other. And I'm just like, I don't know. And, like, my boss is, like, looking at me, and he, like, shrugs. And these two guys are just, like, hurling insults at each other. One of them is just a really talented designer, what? and one of them is one of my testers. And he's, my boss just continues to, like, he's, like, he's like shrugging his shoulders and, like, giving me, like, this, like, push with his hands. And I think he's, like, trying to tell me to, like, get him to shut up. So I just scream over them, and they finally do. <laughs> but my boss is like, my boss immediately tells me that was not the appropriate way to handle that. Oh no! They're like in front of everyone, and I was just like, all right. And I, and I just walk again. I just walk into HR, and like they don't, they do nothing every single time. Uh, uh, okay, it's just weird, like weird control over people at the same time, like trying to like have some kind of weird manager experience i think like they're they're this was all this whole team that was built up with me uh and these other guys was like my manager's experiment and okay. so like i took it seriously and it is an actual thing uh one of my favorite moments of it was i was sitting in a meeting for sales and data and all this other stuff because i was the head of my team and i get called out by one of the data guys. He's like, okay, well, this release, uh, more people started using uh, this character more, and they started purchasing uh, more ability upgrades and more weapon upgrades. Why is that? And I, I literally, I'm just like, because we released upgrades to that character, and it's just, yeah, it's just like, that, that's what <laughs> the whole release was, dude. Like, that's why the sales are up. Like, <laughs> what is the point Isn't of this Isn't that the point of any gotcha game? Yeah, yeah, well, it's like, what is the point of this data team if they're, like, coming at me with, like, things that I've done, and, like, why do I have to explain this shit in a fucking meeting, like, that I've already, work that I've already done for them? <laughs> so, 
It's just like because it was up on the board. That's... Like this is what we did, you yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, it's it's so what ended up like? How did this like? What ended up happening? Like this doesn't seem like a, like a a story that could even have a resolution. Like it seems just like a mess. It's what what I feel it is is like it's headless management, and I think that's the same thing that okay. kind of happens at, at a lot of studios. Is that like there's so many managers and they all don't know what they're doing because they all have okay. something that they're working with that has stringent rules, which you know when working on an IP like Star Wars and doing all that stuff is like nightmarish because. You're dealing with your studio. You're dealing with your your executive branch of your the comp- corporation you're working with, as well as like three different branches of some other corporation that now has to review your work. As yeah, well. sure. So, like, right? Yeah, that makes sense. I, the metaphor I've used for working at a AAA industry job as a designer is, <laughs> um, I like to cook myself. You know, I my mom taught me how to cook food. Uh, and I've I've done it all my life. I have to cook my own food uh, because it's just it's, it feels right. <laughs> nothing wrong with a frozen okay. pizza, yeah. though. Nothing wrong with a frozen pizza. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. Uh, but uh, uh, it's like like you you cook a fine dish at a restaurant and you put it up on the thing and the server takes it. And they put it on the table, and the, the customer who had ordered it is looking at it, and he goes, this looks great. And then he hands it off to the person to his left without looking at him, and that person looks at it. <laughs> that person looks at it and goes, this looks great. And they hand it off to the person to their left, and that person looks at it. This looks great. you know. And they keep handing it off until finally it gets to someone who goes, this is fucking cold and looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> yeah okay that makes sense because it's like it's taken so much time to get up a chain that like it's finally like too late that like the big thing that you wanted to show off and do has to be cut down now like to a more solvable uh uh i guess savory meal in a smaller amount of time uh mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. over and over again with these releases so like as we're working on one release, I'm already going downstairs and getting the information for the next release and uh, getting roped into designing more feature releases that never gets to see this light of day. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just it sounds like it sounds like project bloat too. Like, yeah, it just yeah. sounds like you're just there's a whole bunch of stuff promised really to players, on... and they they had to meet these expectations by a certain point, and sure. It's because they they said they promised players this, but really it was uh, no. It was the the shareholders want dividend returns this this amount. If if you just dump all this shit on people and charge them astronomical amounts, you'll you'll make that money. Don't worry. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. That 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 makes total sense. Unfortunately, but yeah. No. Right on. Yeah. Um. So like, there's there's. One thing about EA was the, you know, it's very much a more male-dominated culture. And, like, they allowed alcohol there on Friday nights. Uh, and some people just drank on the job all the time. Uh, anyways. Weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, I, like, like I think it's kind of cool. It's, it's all right. I'm sober now. Like, I haven't drank in a while. And I feel good not drinking, uh, that's for sure. But like, if you want to drink, mm-hmm. drink. But like, when it when it is at work like that, it, it 
bring problems. And like we'd go out to lunches well, yeah, and, and and drink too. And, and I even did that at Five PG. And like you're off property, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, but you get kind of like roped into bro culture and and all that stuff. And we were like drinking at this one uh, bar across the street that served food because that's all what Sacramento really is. Uh, bars that serve food. A bar, bars that serve food. Yeah. <laughs> just a giant just bar. Every that serves every food. place has cocktail and, and liquor. Every it's just yeah, very very alcohol oriented town. So you gotta delve into the culture a little bit. Um, but like, I I brought up something. I had a party at my house and I brought up uh, an embarrassing thing that one of my coworkers did because uh, uh, like we were all talking about how we get hammered and do stupid shit and I was like oh this fucker peed in my fucking trash can and he pulled me aside later and was like that's kind of embarrassing it was stupid and I'm like yeah I, I kind of now that you bring it up like this I feel bad like uh, you know even I didn't have a good excuse for it then and I just all I could do was apologize but like sure. right. the other stuff that other people said you know, got laughs and, and it was much more degrading and, and, and horrible. And it's just, I guess like, because we didn't really do that, like in any place, uh, there were some people yeah. that did, but it's just not something that I guess is for everyone. Uh, and I, I've tried to, I've definitely moved on from that kind of stuff. Uh, especially because of, you know, not drinking. Um, and yeah, that's just well, like if you don't drink, I mean that yeah. like yeah, basically you're just kind of. But that's one of my fuck ups. Like that, I you know I feel I feel bad about that still to this day. I you know it, that's someone that I thought was a friend and I made fun of them and it was dumb, especially because <laughs> it was in front of other coworkers. But luckily, it wasn't in front of any of our bosses. So yeah, that would be a mistake. Yeah, yeah, That'd be a big mistake. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like. The same thing kind of started happening at EA that happened at 5PG is that your usefulness starts being, like, dried up. Because, like, now I had spent, like, 10 months, I'd say, building tools and training these guys, which we were now at another... Uh, they, there was four of us now, eventually, and, they, and right before I left, they had hired on a fifth guy that I just did not interact with at all. <laughs> And basically, okay. it was like, you know, it was musical chairs, you know, my chair gets knocked out, and the night, or, or, you know, I get knocked out, and the, the guy who was hired after, uh, hired, well, you know, they just start taking the, the position over. You know, the same kind of yeah, stuff. Sure. That, that makes happened. sense. Yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but, like, I had built all these tools and, and trained these guys and, and done all this stuff. And I was trying to like show my usefulness to the studio. So I was going around to all the other teams and doing work for them. So I was filling in and helping out my comrades, designers that have to sit there and edit things by hand uselessly. Now, how did, the, how did this go over? Cause like, I know like you're, you're, you had that story earlier about like how, the you know, the bosses didn't really appreciate you doing something like that. So was this like did they were they more okay with this? Or? Well, it's just eventually you just gotta like you just gotta take initiative because that was something that like my manager was always starting to talk about when we when we would have meetings about like design decisions and why we you know tilted towards this way. And it was because I was using numbers that we generated you know based on the goals that were set for us. 
uh, you know, if you want 50 players in a, a, a raid that can have up to, you know, 100 characters that can go up against this, how many hit points, you know, can, can be spread apart, you know, all this stuff. So uh, the way they designed these, you know, encounters, you know, you had very strict rules you had to kind of follow. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. players were beating all their ex- expectations all the time because they released uh, exploited stuff uh, in their economic loops instead of like the actual gameplay design, uh, which oh, was nice. which They're the always... economic loops were separate from us, uh, and we were always asked to like see if it was okay because you know the, they hired the players that basically gave them money, and they were always given right. thumbs up like yeah I feel okay with this like. I, I'm glad that was separate for me because doing economic work is is I'm easy because economics is fake. <laughs> um, no, yeah, well, the, that that's true. Yeah, math is real, but economics is absolutely a, a fake thing. You can create them in spreadsheets. Uh, that's what most economists do. They stay up late at night and they fill in a spreadsheet that they see from another website and tell other people how fucking stupid they are. <laughs> uh, but I do yeah, that. I, right. I do that with video games. Um, well, I did that with video games. <laughs> uh, uh, it's okay to tell v- video game people that they're stupid. I think that's fine. It's okay. I'm pretty damn st- stupid for, for getting into video games, I think. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're, you're doing the musical chairs things again. And I was trying to find my usefulness because you know, they, they basically had all the tools built up to, to continuously create content finally that they never actually utilized or used, um, which was just mind-boggling, because if you want to make money, you release content, right? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> they, they, I mean, it's... Everyone's running around. It's, you know, they're, it's, they're all headless. They're all running around, bumping into each other. So just the same way as I am when I'm trying to, you know, show them that I can, like, do more than what I was already doing. And so I was going to the systems designers and showing them, other tools that I had made for myself and, and games. And I went over to the live ops team and basically said, I can do this amount of work for you in this amount of time. And like, they'd give me small things. And then finally my manager caught on and there, they would never tell me anything, but they just like, sorry, I, I don't have anything for you. So I would go right, up right. to my desk and now do all the tasks that I was always set up to do. And, uh, I think I was I was playing World of Warcraft again. I was like super bored. I installed it at work at one point. It sounds yeah. It sounds like it sounds like an extremely boring time. Like just like well, it's like it sounds like when you're labor basically when you when you like just get like pushed away by your boss because you're you're just making fourteen dollars an hour. They're either gonna cut you loose soon or just wait for your contract to to go up at a certain point. Sure. And sure. That was like you know ten months for me. But here in California, when you do a year contract, 12 months, with EA, I, I don't know if they lobbied for this. I feel like they, they got this through. It was what they did for contract work out here. I'm sure it was a bunch of other tech firms. But you have to wait three months before you can get another contract with them. Oh, so you can't whoa. just renew your contract. You actually have to go oh, unemployed for three months. What? So I'm thinking in my head, okay, I got like a couple months left, then I have to take three months, and then I have to see if they're going to hire me on full-time or give me another contract. And so, That's a nightmare. Yeah, and so I did as much as I could to like try to prove my worth, but after a while, it's just like, 
nope, you got to look for another job because, you know, they're not going to like say anything. And they're not going to straight up tell you it. It's just it's what the natural processes of it is. Uh, so I got started interviewing, and I got a job of Warner Brothers pretty quickly because I was working on a Star oh, Wars cool. game. Yeah, uh, they were super excited to have me. They were super uh, thrilled. They gave me a, a, they were offering me a shit ton of money. They gave me a little bit, but they were offering me a shit ton of money. But I under stipulation that I had to move to like the middle of downtown San Francisco. Oh, uh, cool. So that sounds bad. Over the course of a couple of months, I did my stuff to get hired at Warner Brothers because it's also a long process, much shorter than mm-hmm. EA. But I still continued to do work and still continue to look for other jobs just in case I didn't, you know, the W thing, WB Games didn't uh, pass out, uh, plan out. Excuse me. I continued to not really get along with uh, the, the 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 new guys, the people that they they hired to basically play the game uh, and they. The, the, the other people, they only explicitly chose, because uh, they got me with this new guy that was just like a young young kid off the farm, and then they just hired exclusively people who paid a shit ton of money. Uh, okay. <laughs> and they also made the same amount of money as I did. Uh, the other, mm-hmm. the only person that was honest with me was my little mentor guy, because we both had to do the timesheets together. Uh, but the other okay, guys, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. The other guys, the timesheet stuff started changing, so I wasn't in charge of it anymore. We all had to do it individually. But uh, um, I, I didn't really get along with these guys because part of the managerial process that my manager created for us was gut feelings, and hmm. it was always like after I brought all this stuff after we worked on like a, a feature release or. A, a weekly update you know we bring everything together and all of our notes and all of our changes and how how it works now for the for now for you know the, the advertising because uh, we have to type up all the descriptions for everything after it's all finalized and and then ship that off to Disney and uh, EA and more and more people to finally check you know do a checkbox on uh, uh, actually um, you know, uh, Darth Vader just never walks on the the forest floor of Endor, or something like that. You know, it's just it, I remember getting emails back and shit like that. I was like, why can't I just put a fucking character on a battlefield? <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> Sorry, you've 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 besmirched the name of Darth Vader. Uh, this cannot God, stand. Like like even today, Star Wars. I'm so glad no one talks about it anymore. So we're talking about Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, uh, I mean, you did bring it up. Ah, I, I blame you. It's fucking. It's just like a uh, a never ending story for our. I think our generation. I'm 34. I don't know how old you are, but it's been pushed into me over and over again. The quotes, the media, the movies, Taco Bell, collectible cups. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. So, uh, yeah, I gave up all that. I was just like, I'm done. Please stop barking. <laughs> I'm done with electronic arts. I kind of just like spared my time and got quieter and quieter and did my work and just vanished. I remember the, the day I left, like uh, a few of the people who were still in the office that day because everyone left at different times, uh, basically when they wanted to. Uh, uh, 
but we had set hours that we had to be in. Uh, I my boss stopped me on the way out because it was just like my contract's up. I don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna really say bye to him. And he's just like, "Thank you, Craig." Yeah, yeah, sure. He just says, "Thank you, Craig," and then shakes my hand. And I was just Weird. like, oh, "Okay, God." You're welcome, boss. <laughs> yep. All right. Anything else? Nope. Have fun. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's just no. Have fun. Have fun back at the unemployment line. <laughs> there is there, there was absolutely oh. no just like, you know, personal interaction you can have with a manager. You can't have a good time with these people. Uh, you you have to do everything that they say, and and at the same time, like they're probably reading emails from their bosses who are going, it needs this and this and this, and Darth Vader needs to uh, walk on the, the, the planet of Endor finally. And <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I mean, everyone's, everyone's getting screwed. Like it's not, it's not like you're, you're not working with any of the people who are really the haves in this instance. So Warner brothers was really cool. I researched the people I was going to work with. It was going to be a small team uh, with a, Basically, they had just released their own version of uh, Galaxy of Heroes, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna okay. be this is gonna be a fucking cakewalk." Uh, hopefully, they have tools set up. Uh, hopefully, they they have something. And fuck, god damn it! No, they had nothing set up. It was the exact same what? situation that you're <laughs> what? running into. Completely headless. Just like my boss sat in front of me, and I had to like commute from. I commuted. I tortured myself to stupidly work at this job. We traveled from Sacramento to the heart of downtown San Francisco every single day. Uh, don't know why I did this to myself. And there are people that do this today that live in Sacramento because the rent's so much cheaper than living in the Bay. Uh, and they do it at the other cities along the way, or little towns along the way as well, uh, just to you know try to save something. But, like, I show up to Warner Brothers, and, like, my boss sits in front of me, but you can't talk in an open floor seating arrangement because there's so many other people working that you actually have to go, like, you'll get shushed and, like, get told to go get a meeting room, which, (laughs) it's been, like, the, the same, it's, like, every single place you work at is open floor seating, and you have to go get a meeting room in all these places. So it's just... It, it's giving someone else a job to make sure that there's a calendar made for the meeting rooms. Uh, yeah, it's just Fair like, it's, yeah, like a, okay. it's like a constant, like you're constantly working on something. So you have to constantly be like dragging, you know, an update for your, your sprint card uh, in, in Jira or, you know, doing bug fixes or answering emails. I, I had one boss at EA that demanded emails be answered within an hour like that kind of stuff. Oh, and, and that it, sucks. It's just like, and it's someone that you don't actually work with a lot. Like, it's just yeah. like, they just randomly send you stuff and you're just like, oh, hey, boss, gotcha. Yeah, I don't even know your face. I don't see you anywhere. You're somewhere else in the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you may as well not be real to me. Yeah, yeah. You're just, it's like, it's like having a parasocial relationship on the internet. But with a corporate yeah, overlord. Except it's with your boss. You can't say fuck you to this guy on Twitter. <laughs> no, you'd get in big trouble if you did that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, Warner Brothers was pretty much the same thing. Like, I sat down, uh, we would sit down at work, and, like, no one, nothing was ever, like, being done. 
And, like, they asked me, they were like, we released the game, but no one really bought a whole bunch of stuff from the store, and the stuff that was bought was all free. What did we do wrong? Hmm. And I was just like, well, uh, fuck. So I had to, like, analyze their entire store and their loot structure and all this stuff. And they basically just dug themselves into a hole with free currency. Uh, like, they just released a pack in the store that had everything in it i think it was like a test pack or something so all the players that oh, okay. spent money uh that suddenly got a whole bunch of this currency could just like buy this pack and like have even more currency <laughs> that they already had oh okay so like essentially they they made it too plentiful but yeah yeah it was way too plentiful so they asked me to come in and fix it and i it was like two and a half months of work uh because, like, everything, nothing was documented. Uh, all the, the spreadsheets were, you know, not laid out well. Nothing was, was really named correctly. I had to, like, figure things out on my own. And I remember finally finishing all the work and, and putting the build in and, and showing the new economy loop and the new character releases that we were also working on with my boss in, like, a one-on-one meeting. And he's just like, hmm, okay. So what did we do wrong? <laughs> and I had just like like explained to him how everything. Yeah, you just told him what. And he did I was wrong. just like, right. I was like, you guys gave away too much free stuff. And he was like, oh okay. Like I had to just boil it all down, and so like, but like part of this whole ask was like building this this whole new loot structure out. So I built it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this was two and a half months of work. Uh, I built it, and then I went home for the weekend and it was like it felt really great everything was going awesome uh and i woke up monday morning and i got a text on the phone from uh one of the other designers and i we never talked we only exchanged phone numbers just in case but like i never talked to these people and he was just like you're not going to work this morning and neither am i (laughs) whoa yeah and it was before like anything else and I, I open up my laptop and I sign in and I start looking through the emails and stuff. I'm like, what's going on? And then I get signed out of my, my laptop. And I'm just like, oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. That, there's a bad, <laughs> that's a bad sign right there, yeah. Yeah, the entire team was let go. The entire, just, they just, they literally sunset the project because, like, I get, I'm betting that they never actually had any players like, the few people that did spend money were, like, whales and maybe, like, a couple of the employees. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Who were just, like, yeah, like, told like, to spend like, money. Like, in mobile game, they're in web and mobile games, they're just whales. The people just spend yeah. so much money. It's insane. Uh, every people single, love spending money. Every, yeah, single yeah, yeah. Place, every single place I worked at, VIPs had direct line. Uh, at 5PG, they hired one of our VIPs. Like, the... Per- person who played the game the most and spent the most money to, to help us on our design team at one point and it was just, just like, decided to hire one of the whales that's pretty yeah funny. like it's just i get it i get it like these people are passionate and all this stuff but like <laughs> passion and 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 like addiction and all like, like all that stuff and coping it becomes so much that like i think when you're working for it when you see finally see the sausage being made you start getting disillusioned uh, uh, oh yeah, I mean absolutely. Because like, like, I mean, look, like half the half half the more than half of the reason there are those whales is because they are addicted to the 
game loop. The spending. They are actually act, yeah. absolutely addicted to spending. And I remember at EA, they sh- one of my, my little guys I worked with, uh, uh, he showed me his account. like Because you could look up people's accounts and see how much they spend. He showed me his because I never cared or, or asked. He fucking showed it to me. And he was fucking proud yeah. of it. He had spent like something like $36,000. And I was oh just like, God. I was just like, that has more money than that was more money than I got from the sale of my fucking house and that I'd lived on for like a year and a half. <laughs> Actually, I lived on it longer than that because I still lived off of that money when I was working at EA. But like, yeah, I was just like, good fucking lord, like this shit gives me a heart attack. And he's like twenty four years old and just is born into money and this is his life. Uh, just like spends thousands and thousands of he dollars. He had a on master's doctor. degree in psychology, and they were hoping that he knew enough to like get into the minds of the players or something. He didn't know. I he, mean, all he was was addicted to. I games. guess he did. But... Yeah, yeah. We, I absolutely saw what what gaming and what's like what spending money on gaming does. Uh, wow. Like like mobile games and gotchas. It's just because it's just all it's just fucking it's casinos. Like I've spent a yeah, I've spent course. a good amount of money on buying games on Steam, especially when they are on sale. Like I've built up a pretty, the sale, yeah, the sale. pretty big catalog, but like I made sure to never you know, buy full price. Uh, my one of my best friends just bought me the the Destiny Two expansion because I was just like I don't know if I can afford this right now. Uh, so he was just like he right. dro- he dropped it on me the other day, and I was just like, oh, fuck. I really hope I'm still going to be in my place by, by launch date. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love playing games, oh. man, but I'm more worried about if I'm going to get evicted or not. Like, I gotta, I haven't been able to find work and all that shit, so. <clears throat> um, that, that leads me into, like, something that I experienced both at, at, at EA and Warner Brothers. And these were two very explicit experiences that I, I don't think I'll ever forget. Uh, especially with labor and work and like what you're dealing with with the boss is that mm-hmm. by the time things started getting like really shitty with uh, the guy they hired uh, that, that I fought with all the time, you know, the guy called me retard, I got pulled into a one-on-one meeting with my boss and I was just like, and I had been working on something on my own and I was going to show it to him and I started like talking and he was just like, oh no, we're talking about this today. And he had a sheet of paper in front of and he turned it over oh. and he laid it in front of me and he was like, these are your stats of what you play on your account at home. And I was just like, okay. Interesting. And he was like, you don't play enough uh, when in your free time. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, the other guys think that you don't understand uh, some of the new character releases that well that, 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 uh, that has gone out. And I was just like, what are you talking about? It was like, like most of the stuff that has been released over the course of the last, like, you know, six months has been all of our works together. Like, it's just, it it was very strange to hear that suddenly. And like, he Mm -hmm. pushed it even further. He was just like, you need to play more at home. You need to understand this game more. And I'm like, and I pushed back. I was like, but I play this game constantly at work. I have multiple builds running simultaneously i have a fucking simulator running of like pvp battles what else do i need to know and he's just like well the other guys play a lot at home 
Like, you need to be doing the same. And I was just like... Man. That's one of those points where you're just like, okay, yeah, all right, yes, yes. You gotta, you gotta somehow fake a smile as fast as you can, or else your boss is gonna catch on that you are not gonna fucking do that. <laughs> um, yeah, of course, boss. Because, sure. because I was... One of the things at EA that I would always kind of press, because they were asking us to spend eight hours a day there, but one of the, the explicit things was is overtime had to be approved. If you wanted to stick around after your shift and hang out, you're welcome to. Hmm. Yeah. So they mm. usually had, you know... The kind of, like, optional, not-so-optional choices. Yeah, yeah. So... I would fucking split, you know, two minutes, one minute after my eight hours. I'm just fucking like, hey, guys, uh, it's time to head out. I'm busting out. And sometimes they'd head out with me and we'd, I'd have a cigarette with one of them outside and, you know, chat like a normal fucking person because we're not working anymore. Uh, but like, yeah, they don't like that either. They really don't like that. Uh, no, of course not. And I, I remember. I don't want you to be a normal person. I remember getting like mad and like, telling my little mentor guy, like, "Hey, you know, don't fucking work for free, man." And my boss fucking heard me. <laughs> oh no! I know, I know that he heard me. I know that he heard me because I mean, we were outside. He was getting in his car, and like, I'm just like, you know, getting mad at my. My, my little mentor, like, don't let these people fucking push you around. Don't let these people make you fucking work for free because I just did that at this company over here. You know, I'm working fucking 60 hours. And then it's like, as these releases go on, you're working more and more hours because the man, the uh, overtime is suddenly mandatory. That if you if, if you go home, the rest, of the, the rest of the team still needs you right now. And there's like, you know, 10 people in the office yeah. who, are, who are being forced to like fin finish these last few things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, your, your boss basically hands you your report card of the fucking game that you're playing on your like free time. And I didn't want to play at home. I never played on my phone or in my free time. I oh. fucking yeah, didn't care to. Yeah. Like, like it's like, I get it like for, 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 uh, for, you know, like what he does as a manager or, or what an engineer does. Like, I get it. Like if you were playing at home and you find a bug, but like so much work has to go into playing this game to even like play it to the levels that I was playing at work. And it's like, they were like, no, you, you can't get free currency. You got to spend your own money. And like, and that was something that was like, like kind of hinted at all the time is like, you know, Make sure to, to drop a few dollars when you're playing our game, guys. You know, buy those buy those packs. Get them get them bought, That's bought so up. Weird. It is. It's 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 infuriating. Why, why? Yeah, of course. Because like like they didn't tell us to do that at the indie company, but AAA they fucking like wink and a nudge all the time. Sure. <laughs> um, and so like Man, weird. That's just the, the, the frustrating part of, I think, working with management. And Warner Brothers had the same kind of feel to it. Like, I never really got to work with my managers. I was kind of working by myself and a few other people uh, for this live-operated, you know, battle them up just like Galaxy of Heroes was. And uh, I, we went out for lunch one day, and this is off of, what, Mission? 
uh, in downtown San Francisco, and the Mission Street is fucking rough. Like, up and down, there's a lot of, unfortunately, there's a lot of fucking homeless people. Uh, the, the last time I was in San Francisco in 2009, that's where I stayed. Oh, I stayed wow. in the Mission District. Okay. Okay, yeah. No, I, I, I found like, it. I was in a hotel. Just... I should. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk up my experience like I was like one of the. Yeah. I was. I was in a nice. I was in an okay hotel or whatever. But like, yeah, my my friend and I were saving money, so we. This was 2017. This was this was 2017, okay. uh, and it is just like walking. I had to walk to work after getting off the BART, or I could like get on the bus and and you know spend more money. <laughs> uh, but I would take just walk like it was like a mile. It's like one point one miles from the bar. It wasn't too bad, uh, okay. except it was all yeah. uphill and it wasn't really great when it was raining. But like you, I can't imagine. You saw all the poverty in San Francisco all the time, and I, we 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 would go in into this locked building as security and, and all these ways that other people can't get into it. And, it just feels like walking in. You're like walking into a secure building with an open floor office setting that you can't really talk in, or else people get fucking frustrated because you're making more decibels than the anime music that's blaring in their ears. It's good stuff to to cover up uh, uh, office noise. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Where was I? Uh, so uh, we went out to lunch. We went out right, to lunch, right, right. and it was you know middle of the afternoon, probably like at two o'clock, and it's just like we 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 we're walking down. They're like, "Have you ever eaten here?" I'm like, "No, I I don't live down here. I don't really you know go here much." And my manager was just like talking it up. It's just like this amazing place, and it was just this big open floor area in this building that had like a, a glass ceiling. So, like, you know, the sunshine could let through. But in front of it was a giant tent city of homeless people. And, like, you know, we're walking towards it. And my boss, we're still walking. And he's just like, hey, if anyone walks up to you, just, you know, tell them to fuck off or, or you, know, you know, all this other stuff. Uh, uh, and he's just like, and he's like, Man, if, if that's anyone, that's if, grim. if anyone is begging for money outside, come to me. Uh, we'll call security and they'll call the police. And it's just like, what, what, why? Why are you telling me all this stuff? And he's, and I didn't react that way, of course, but it's just like, and then he's just like going through all these other things that like, it's just like, yeah, we're trying to get these people out of here. Uh, you know, we're trying to do business. So sometimes my parking spot is taken up by a tent and I'm just like hearing all this stuff. And like my, my brain is breaking so fucking hard because I've been, so ingrained that like is if i move enough if i go around enough if i hustle enough i'm gonna make a whole bunch of fucking money uh, of uh and so as we're walking up to this like shitty wannabe bougie wannabe restaurant like these people are like hungry and asking for money and like my first instinct is to like fucking pull out my wallet and give someone a dollar uh because that's just the way i've been most of my life uh, it's just like a nice thing to do. Like, yeah, and I did, did yeah, that. Like I a... did that, and I, and I think my boss got fucking mad because I was trying to prove uh-huh. a point. Like, I'm a good person. I'm going to give this person $5. My boss, I think my boss yeah. got fucking mad because the rest of the, the lunch meeting, like, with all the other people was just kind of awkward. He was, he was a little bit more silent. 
and it's just like so many like you know small triggers for people you, you don't realize you work in these areas that, that have these mentalities of just horrible monsters <laughs> right of course uh uh and and that like that brain breaking moment uh a bunch of uh, people on some forums i used to post on uh came up with a great analogy and it's the crack ping that crack ping moment where where metal is is breaking and it snaps uh you hmm. you you the crack happens first and the ping is the follow-up as the sound travels through the bar and emits through the other side. So it's just uh, uh, your, 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 your brain cracks and then pings. And then, you know, the crack is uh, uh, the rise of Trump and the ping is the, the liberal response uh, to his, his actions. And you're there standing powerless against all of it. Your brain is just okay. Going, yeah, break over and over and over again as you see it. Uh, crack and, ping, crack ping. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And that that happens a lot. I think that happened a lot in uh, uh, working through even more like studios after that. I uh, Warner Brothers, you know, they 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 basically just laid us all off suddenly. Uh, and they laid off another part of the team. They had games, mobile games that they had been in development for, like, they were telling me six years. And I'm just like, what are y'all doing? Like, how how long does it, it doesn't take this long to make games. And, like, this is, this is, this is the AAA studio environment. Like, everything that they were developing were just copies of other people's work with, the IP of whatever they already own slathered on top of it. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, of course. Summer's War came out before Galaxy of Heroes and and all those other games. And it's the exact same game, except they actually made Galaxy of Heroes more complicated. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which, of course, considering how Galaxy of Heroes ended, like that's a super good idea, right? I, th- I think it's still going on, but it's just like a constant bait and switch. I remember sending you something a couple months ago about it like people were posting about the the studio on a destiny oh, yeah, 2 yeah, yeah. subreddit that i had been linked to just so happened i just scrolled down into the comments and saw that and i was just like no fucking way <laughs> <laughs> like 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 how what's the world is incredibly small like like it, it is it is weird like you know you can listen to fucking podcasts all day and hear references to to shit posts that, that were right above yours uh, uh, from people who make like a hundred thousand dollars a month doing podcasts. Sure, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. fucking weird. Of course. It's just like the the internet has made everything so small in the world because we're so close together and so so brought together that you know, a simple simple reference can echo across hundreds of thousands of people simultaneously. um so funny yeah no no no. you're right like it is it is a smaller world as a result and like i think working in games like and 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 seeing like what triple a like what triple a did for me was like a year and year and three months of just absolute hell uh and then i went Mm -hmm. on and do that again for another like six months at another couple more studios that were lesser known but 
we're still just doing the exact same thing over and over again. I went to the one. That miserable. I went to one that was funless, and they set me down and basically said, "We're going to copy this Nintendo game and make it our <laughs> make a Western version of it." And I was just like, "Oh, great, that'll work." I was like, "All right, well, all right, well, this is what I'll do." And so I played that fucking Nintendo game. Uh, what was it? Uh, Fire Emblems Heroes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and cop like created, copied the economic loop, copied how the characters are built, all that stuff. Added my own little bit of flair to things, and basically presented this in front of meetings after meetings. Uh, and then all the managers would argue about the little details that they wanted on the spreadsheet more than they well, would of course, fucking argue about the actual like, how are we gonna build this game? <laughs> Because well, like, yeah, they don't know what goes into it. They don't. They have no idea. I don't care if you want to call attack and defense like uh, defense with an S or a C. Like I don't give a fuck. Like let's fucking do. Let's move on from that. I don't want to talk about it for another three hours. And like literally, like there would be meetings of just what we gotta like. Managers just trying to make decisions on every little thing. It's like, whoa, what are we doing? We're just extending this meeting going on and on and on. Um, sure, sure, sure. sure. And, and at one point, I remember, because it was like, four, we were like a team of like five people. And it's just, my, the engineer went on vacation for two weeks. One of the designers had to go out for surgery. And then my manager took a, a month-long vacation. And he got back. <laughs> he got back from this fucking month-long vacation uh and was just like all right where's everything at what's going on and like he had no <laughs> input for a month and was just like super pissed that like we really didn't get as far as he, he thought we were going to get and oh god that sucks <laughs> it was just like i was just like oh great so what a I, great what a great reminder of like how people like what what people expect of you and why like i expect you to be working harder when i'm on va- on vacation yeah well i was like I, I i was like yeah i i uh didn't i didn't come down to the office so i just worked remotely the entire time he was just like well you know we kind of want you working in the office and i was like well everything was fine you know i didn't need to be there and he's just like well you know you need to be there and i was just like all right well uh <laughs> i asked about getting uh paid uh part of my contract uh, a little bit early so i could uh, uh, buy another like bus pass or something or uh, train pass, and he was just so like, I could get to the office. Yeah, and he was just like he was just like, oh well, we should have negotiated that. And I was just like, what? <laughs> you know, just just asking for money that I'm actually already owed. Uh, yeah, yeah, because like this contract is almost up. You know, all that kind of stuff. Like, you better be giving me the rest of my money. Uh, which that is what ended that was the fact that they, I think they're just like one of those, they, they, they have an idea that they can copy a game and they can do it really quick and put it on the app store and trick people. Uh, and they want to do that as fast as possible. Um, and I mean, look, it's a great, it's a great scam. Yeah. So they decided that to, to bounce a check on. Uh, that I tried to I tried to deposit this final check and I was like okay what's the deal and I'm like trying to you know finagle getting my money from this guy and I'm still working on this project 
Like I, I just, you know, need to have my weekly or my biweekly check that was, was stipulated, you know, that I'd get. Uh, and he was just like, you know, you're really difficult to work with. Everyone says you're really difficult to work with. <laughs> Man. And I was like, well, yeah, I, I have very set ways. I want to want to do things, but this is about money. Like this is, this is about, you know, what I need to do to fucking live, dude. Like. This is not. Yeah, I'm about... not. I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to get you to like. I'm not trying to get you to 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 like work the way I want to work. I just. I just want to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> so he starts like slinging fucking insults at me, and I start. I remember I was taking screenshots of it. I was sending it to uh, some people online, and I was like, "What do I do? What do I do?" And they're like, "Go to a labor lawyer." So I went to a labor lawyer, and they're like, "Oh, there's nothing you can do. It's in your contract. You know, you're still working for them technically." They're supposed to pay you by the time the contract's up. And like two weeks go by and the dude's not responding to my emails. I still have their laptop. I haven't gone down to the office. Like the guy, they just no call, no response to me. And uh, I get a fucking knock one day on the day, uh, one, one day on the door for FedEx. And they're just like, oh, we're here to pick up a laptop. And, just like, or pick up a package and he hands me a box and it's like, you're supposed to put the laptop in this. And, and so I was just like, okay, cool, whatever. I'll send it off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, better to do that than, than cause trouble with that. I mean, they're just gonna, they're going to give you tons of grief. Why not? Yeah. And I was, I was like just financially fucking stuck. I was super pissed. Nothing was happening. And I get a, I like a couple weeks go by, and I finally get a check in the mail, and it's for half amount a much, half amount of much that I'm owed. That, oh. Yeah, so I like record all that, and I go to cash it immediately to try to like see if it works, and it goes through, and I'm like, fuck yes, I have money, and I can pay all my bills, and then I don't have money anymore. Uh, and I remember like I, I went and bought a fucking pack of cigarettes and just like sat and smoked like just my nerves away for like an hour uh outside oh man like because you're just like you're you finally get your fucking like some money something that you're you're owed you know after weeks of fighting and like not knowing what you're like yeah, of course is. and and uh, uh i after i got that check you know they're watching to see if i deposit it i get a fucking text he's like i see you got your money uh uh i uh, just let you know we're not you're, we're canceling the contract and all this other stuff. And I was just like, okay, whatever. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> and, and Man. it's just, it's so fucking weird. And like, I remember looking on LinkedIn at the other people that worked there and they, they were all suddenly getting new jobs like at other places. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, that's what's going on. They're just, they're, they're getting these people together. They're scamming us. And like, they the managers themselves yeah. are taking fucking vacations and you know living off whatever this you know like like tencent just gives a shit ton of money to people like there's just free mm -hmm. money going around and i think a lot of these studios just get shit and they just they just run away with it <laughs> yeah of course it, yeah no absolutely it's fucking all weird tencent needs to have happen is is have most of them succeed. Some of them can disappear. Like, I've fine. I've actually spent a lot of time applying to game jobs, and I've in interviewed at a lot of places, and a lot of places that I've noticed that, that accept Tencent money seem to have just a wild attitude with that money and don't really do anything with it. 
Uh, Weird. I there's this there's I don't know. Should we call them out? I don't know. Uh, it's like I don't know. Of, it's up to you. Yeah, uh, it's just from what I've seen on the internet and, and, and who I've talked to and what they're doing is like uh, it's like Bonfire Studios. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, they're they're down in L.A. and fucking Irving and Orange County. Uh, they have all these like famous people working for them, but they haven't done anything in like six years. And they took like a hundred million or not a hundred, but probably like ten million dollars from Tencent. And it's just like what, what, what? Like like uh, Bungie took a hundred million from them too. And it's just like holy shit! Like how are how does a hundred million dollars for these like AAA games? What is needed for this shit? And it's just that the fact that there's like 400 managers they have to have upkeep on. There's got to be some bullshit position available for these people to like be in. Uh, and, and you, and you really begin to wonder like what is actually supporting these things. And, and like you look at like games like Eve online uh, and, mm-hmm. and Warframe and all this other stuff is they have a very specific way that you play those games now. But they don't seem to be really like pushing the money thing on people a lot. Uh, they they kind of like say like, oh, if you want to play all these cool classes, that's where you're gonna push your money out. Uh, mm. Tribes Tribes mm-hmm. Ascend try to do the same thing, where they compartmentalize all the, the different things, so you'd be paying monies for for different weapons for different classes. Uh, so you get all that different type of crossover, but players weren't really expecting it back then. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And now it's kind of like the norm for a lot of these games. Um, <clears throat> so, hmm. like, like working at these AAA studios, uh, it just doesn't feel like there's any like actual real prosperity other than what is given to like shareholders and vice presidents and, and all these things. Um, yeah. It's not, I mean, it's not, it's, it honestly just sounds like it's a lot of um, like you're used as a tool to, to further not even the creation of games, but sort of like the creation of like a sustained, I don't know, uh, scam for them to well, kind of like feed that's, into. That's why I go back to that, that, that meeting that I, I remember, they were just like, what did you do for the release? And it's just like, what? You didn't really read any of the notes or all the stuff that we had planned. Like, <laughs> this is all planned yeah, out. Right. Like, <laughs> uh, it, it's That's just so it's, weird. It, yeah. And you wonder, like, what part of what departments are paying attention to each other and what's the point of some of them? Because, like, that manager was asking for our gut feelings all the time. And I'm like, my gut feeling is to use the map that I created to, to build all this stuff. <laughs> like, and he sometimes yeah. would not accept that as good enough. And I'm just like, uh, uh. <laughs> so, well, what is, yeah. What do you do with that? Oh man. So like, I, I, I want to like, like, like you're, you got to fake enthusiasm for the product that you're, you're working. You got to working on, you got to, you got to go home and play it and be really fucking excited and go and tell your friends about it. So they spend money. Yeah, it's 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 odd that you have to. I guess like it, what's weirdest to me hearing all these stories is like the the way that you have to not only express your enthusiasm for the product, but like actually sort of prove it as an article of faith that you're enthused by it. Like it, it it's almost like Protestant in its way. Like you can't just say you like it; you have to perform some sort of good action in order for it to count. 
that's where I think, like, that's what I think about video game journalism. Like, like all of it mm. is proving that, like, either they, A, paid attention when they were playing the game, or B, is just, they're just listing off all the selling points uh, that, that, that someone else has already come up with that, that was handed to them. Um, and, and there isn't, like, a lot of, you know, honesty in it. Uh, and at this point, you know, anyone can write anything and put it up on Forbes, and, and it, suddenly there's a, you know, that's, that is a game uh, guide or an ad or something like that. So when you yeah, when yeah. you do try to Google the things that are coming out and you try to look it up, you just see different forms of ads spread out in the guise of journalism that isn't you know, any kind of actual real critique until you get to, you know, YouTube and, and podcasts and people like you and me. Um, <laughs> there you go. I mean, uh, even like working, working in the game industry and being critical of yourself, like there's a point when you're in AAA where you can't like criticize anything anymore because so much of it is out of your control. And if you do criticize it, you're hurting some manager's feelings. <laughs> you're you're offending right. someone uh and it's just well like, yeah yeah exactly yeah it's just like when you i i remember one of the times i told my boss i was like well that's that's a lot of that's a lot of work i gotta fit in for this amount of time before the release and he was just like you know puts his hands on his uh, hips and is like staring at you like well you gotta figure it out and it's just like well, fuck dude <laughs> all right well this is now my job to yeah. figure out <laughs> so it, it, it it's, it's yeah. So his you know his just, boss I mean, like every, his it, boss was telling yeah. him to figure it out. But like, that's that's really where it comes sure. down to. And then you know his yeah, boss course. was telling him to figure it out, and so on and so forth. Uh, corporate you know evolution or well, not corporate evolution, but corporate the big fish eating all the little fish and you know, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, no, same I know way exactly economics works, and, and the perceived idea of survival of the fittest, um, and uh, that same kind of mentality goes with games. That's why you see so many different versions of the same thing. Uh, you know, all the different PUBGs that came out. Uh, let's see how many different Fall Guys are there are going to be here in the next few months. Uh, right, sure. <laughs> I mean, there's quite, already quite a few. Yeah, I've I've already seen quite a few, and some of them are were just put together really quick. But this is nothing new. Yeah. This, we're going to experience a new cycle of this, uh, including for for mobile games. I I honestly think mobile gaming is is dead uh, at this point. Mm-hmm. The, the it's it's supported by the the addicts that keep it up. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Speaking of the, the support of addicts keeping it up, I want to talk about actually somewhere I interviewed. Oh, oh okay. I, I, um, and and like, uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, please. Uh, uh, and I'm I'll gladly call these people out. I went down to Palo Alto and interviewed at Machine Zone, <laughs> uh, and they were really popular at one point for like I think it was like Reign of Fire, Kingdom Deliverance. Uh, that had that right, uh, yeah. that had the the sports uh, illustrated swimsuit model lady uh, advertised okay. for them on the Super Bowl, I think, at one point. Yeah, I remember that. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, of yeah. course. So, so they invited me for an interview, and I went down because I was looking for work, and this was probably like twenty 
some point in 2017 towards 2018. Uh, and I arrived in Palo Alto. I had to park at a different parking lot because their uh, place was being renovated. Um, so they were like getting upgrades to the office. So they needed room for all the construction stuff because they were expanding themselves. Um, so I had to get on a little, like, it was like a little bus. So it was a tiny bus. It was like a little shuttle. There we go. A shuttle from, mm. uh, the, the, the parking lot, which is like a mile away to, uh, now the office. So I get to the office and, uh, the, the hiring manager or HR person starts showing me around. Uh, and this is a thing that, that goes along with a lot of different studios. And this is part of the indoctrination thing, but there's always like a throne or like a chair or like swords or a suit of armor or a dragon or something like you stand in front of, or like a statue or some kind of like logo. And like you get your photo taken and they put it up on the wall and they like move your photo for how many years or, you know, stuff like that. Like Blizzard does it, you know, they give you a, a, a sword and then a gauntlet and then a helmet. And you, know, you get a okay. whole thing for spending 30 years of your life at that corporation. Okay. Yeah, sure. Right. 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 Yeah, of course. <laughs> Just like they give you Mickey's flesh when you work 50 years uh, at, at Disney <laughs> and you have to consume it. Uh, and if you don't keep it down, you don't get to, you know, become part of Disney. Um, but, uh, uh, so they're showing me around all the indoctrination stuff. I go through the interview and, and we're, we're walking around the place and the lady hands me this tablet that has a map on it. And this is the funniest okay. fucking part of okay. this entire thing. And it's like, it's yeah, like, a, it's like a Google, Google map. It's just like, oh wow, Google maps. And she's showing me, it's like, see that? That's your shuttle sh coming up to pick you up. This is something our engineers created for us so we can track where the shuttle is. And it was just like, <laughs> it was obviously like, a, 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 it was a third party API connected to Google Maps that some engineer at the oh, studio had man. to create for some fucking manager who needed to know where the goddamn shuttle was all the time or, or something oh, like that's that. That's a nightmare because like, then they know exactly where you are every second of the day too. So she, she, she was bragging about this like, is it like 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 it's proprietary to their studio and then like mm -hmm. like you know she was doing all this stuff she's like we're gonna you got another 10 minutes before this the shuttle's gonna be here uh you can talk to the crew that you uh, interviewed with as well as a few other people if you want to hang out with them and i literally like i had a few free moments of like without any managers around uh in this little like part of the studio that they were hanging out in and i was just like okay so what's the fucking deal here like what is the real raw thing and they were like uh we have to basically like jump through hoops every single week we we all have to separately design something uh and present it to management and uh no. and and like this like they said that like if you don't get chosen at least once every few months, you get fired. Like your your feature, your your launch of the week, and you know that that, that reign of fire, whatever those games they were making, they still make them. All they are yeah. is, yeah. is skin spreadsheets that you you just progress further. You just make the number go up, and it's just a scam. There's no real game involved in any of this stuff. Um, yeah, sure. No, yeah. And it's sad to see that people spend money on this stuff, but at the same time, like our tech industry is so 
like, like, like the promise of Silicon Valley is dead. The promise of, of mm-hmm. all the, mm-hmm. the 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 gaming studios, the culture that came after you know Sega and all that stuff, uh, it's completely changed. It's all dead, uh, and now we're we're living in the corpse of like a late stage capitalism of like everyone's trying to vacuum up all the wealth they can as fast as possible, and like mobile devices are a great great way to do it and gaming itself is proven to be one that is racked in billions um yeah absolutely and here i still sit spending i still i still spend money on games like but i don't try to like treat them as something that's going to be a part of my life forever uh yeah i mean this clearly changed your perspective i mean it sort of makes it it depersonalizes it a little bit Mm mm-hmm it's the the sausage, you know, seeing the sausage get made and all that stuff. But I fucking love hot dogs, dude. Uh, they're yeah. they're no, s- right. some of the most delicious food. <laughs> uh, and games are are definitely hot dogs. Uh, and uh, I love, I really, absolutely love playing them. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, just <laughs> you, you you made the mistake of finding out how the sausage is made. Now everyone else knows too. So I expect listenership to plummet. well like 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 making games like outside of all of this i think is the true answer because i go out and i look like one of my favorite games is dwarf fortress i've had it up now for like seven hours a day and i've been playing it off and on um Mm -hmm. and its development has been long and slow and extremely rewarding for every single person I think that has ever been able to play it. Um, and it has been all community, like all through community donations and whatever else that, you know, those, the, the, the Bay 12 guys live on because it's, you know, uh, just a few people doing this. Uh, yeah. Toadie is like a crazy math wizard and like uh, knows a lot about, uh, how things work, but he absolutely knows how to put together something of this grand voice, grand voice of a scale, uh, and it's it itself is is far more of of a release or an escape, you know, a coping mechanism for the horrors of the day than I think any other game I've ever played, um, right. because there's so much that you can get out of it, there's so much it can give to you, and like. Uh, it's so much more than, you know, a, a Halo or or a Star War or uh, anything that that everyone else also consumes that never really changes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's it. You have to find the gems. You have to find the gems out there, like like things that things that still speak to you, even if it's like a bit. I don't know, a bit uh, um, fraught. <laughs> uh, with, with your understanding of how the rest of it goes, right? Well, uh, I I I want to throw my hands up and scream every single time that like they try to like retool or rebrand something, uh, and it's usually sometimes it's for the good, sometimes for the, for the worst. Uh, but I mean, I saw the other day that they're announcing another Sam and Max, and it's like, oh, great for them. But you already created the perfect game. Just like right. literally do what Nintendo does and release that on every single screen you can and i'm sure everyone will fucking play it um yeah like let's 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 stop trying to 
I mean, we live off nostalgia so much through gaming and, and media and, and trying to, you know, constantly relive it and, and bring it back in a different form, a new twist on a new age day. Uh, I can't wait for all the fucking COVID movies to come out that are, you know, just COVID versions of uh, Little Women or, or, or uh, <laughs> uh, COVID versions of Pretty Woman. Uh, I'd love to see that. <laughs> I would wearing work. a wearing a mask and you know he's got the little diamond necklace open and he closes it and just, you can't see their faces because they're wearing masks. Sounds good. <laughs> That's yeah. a fucking amazing movie. You know it's coming. <laughs> I mean it has to. Um, we, we we've gone without a pretty woman for this long. But yeah, no, I, I mean, I think that's like that's as good a place as any to kind of like to kind of end it. I would say like it's it's like this this idea of nostalgia as like a, a kind of trap, but also uh, a way to, to a way to like keep ourselves creating this new stuff that really we like don't go back to the source. It's the money, the nostalgia. It's this double bind that you've described. I think really, really well. Yeah, and and getting in and like like you know I. I Star Wars was very much a prominent part of my life for a very long time. Uh, from my childhood, it was really there for like uh, a bond between my, me and my dad. But like that doesn't work when it's a product, when it's something that 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 you have no absolute control over. Um, so like whenever you do eventually, you know, you see the thing that you love and memorize, and you go and you start working on it. It very much does become you're you're working out of your own nostalgia like for what you remember and what you want and you're working out your dreams for you know your ideas but you don't actually ever get to do that because there's always going yeah. to be someone else controlling it you know just like how a bond of a product isn't a good good enough for you know two people to to have a healthy relationship you know a bond between your your labor and what you're actually producing needs to be healthy as well yeah no, that's right. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on and finishing this up. I think we got some like super good insights here. Uh, where can people see the? Where can people see your work, the DSA stuff, anything you're working on right now that you're happy with? Any games you want to promote other than Dwarf Fortress, <laughs> uh, which I, I think you've done, given a shining example of. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Uh, well, I uh, one of the things is 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 the, the websites that we need. Uh, yes, on Twenty One Cow. Uh, dot org uh, it is uh, uh, about proposition 21 it has all of our all the information on it who's who's endorsing it uh, and all the uh, ways to get involved and volunteer uh, as well as heading over to the action network which hopefully will get linked in on all this I'll make sure to post it up if anything gets posted as well uh, for our measure C initiative here in Sacramento if you live in Sacramento if you uh, uh, around and you want to talk to me, go ahead and at me at video jamesing on the Twitter, or uh, actually also follow me on Twitch. I'm gonna start streaming music and video games, and uh, we are gonna start trying to raise some money for Measure C and Prop 21 on there as well. Uh, uh, having some ideas of, of some streams, uh, one of them encompassing Morrowind and the houses that go into them. Uh, there are a lot of different houses in Morrowind, I've noticed. Uh, it's just filled to the brim with different houses. Uh, you know, the house <laughs> of Dagoth Ur, the house of Hal Hlalu, uh, Telvanni, and uh, what was the other one? Oh, Redoran. And then there was also another fifth house that gets destroyed. 
Uh, so there's this, and then there's houses you can buy in the game uh, that, that for you know purchase, and then there's houses that you can invade and steal of everything inside. So like there's a lot of houses in Morrowind, and I think it's a good idea to kind of show the the disparity of like Sacramento has a lot of houses, and there's a lot of them empty, and there's a lot of apartment buildings empty. Uh, just to ride around me in general, and there are so many homeless people, and we have such a big problem out here in California with the smoke, with the heat, and with the homelessness. Uh, and it's not going to get better until like we do something, because yep. we continue to yep. yell at our politicians, and they continue to tell us to wait, or they say that the, our, their programs that they created aren't working because they can't give enough money to the cops. And that is literally one of the things that, is, that continues to get told to us. So um, I, I've, I think that, that hopefully some, some kind of message comes out of this. Something, some kind of change. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think people are going to be super excited to, to support it. I mean, I am. It sounds like it sounds like a really good thing. So, yeah, man. Well, Craig, thanks for coming back on. I appreciate you fin- finishing this up. I think people are really going to get a lot out of these stories. They got a lot of them out, out of them last time. And, yeah, just like anytime you want to come on, please uh, yes. let me know. Let's do more. Still got to talk about stalking. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. We'll, we, we'll get there someday, I promise. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.